Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself, and others. On today's Power of Prayer podcast, I have Phil Mays and Vicki Chastang at the table with me for our conversation. And our topic today is to talk about uh, chronic conditions or perhaps just a long heel. Maybe you've had some kind of hip replacement or knee replacement and you know going into it that it's going to take time. And how do you manage that? How do you pray through that? How do you reach out for others to pray for you when you have those situations? Uh, I'd like to share a quote that I was just sharing with Phil and Vicki to start our conversation. And, and then I think we'll have some personal examples that we've encountered. But this comes from a book that's titled Breaking Emotional Barriers to Healing, Understanding the Mind-Body Connection to Your Illness by Craig A. Miller. And he writes in a chapter, when there is no reason for the illness or condition, he writes this. In order to live with a long-term condition, your identity and daily life patterns adapt to the symptoms, which slowly incorporates the condition into your identity. You adapt to the condition as a way to cope and survive with a terrible situation that you have no control over. So ways that we have maybe held on to something or just adopted it or not really opened ourselves to asking for prayer, seeing the healing, seeing the wholeness where you're not holding that and and the idea of, of holding it. So that's something, Vicki, you were just sharing with us um, before we went on air about that idea of, of kind of claiming an illness. Would you like to say a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, two years ago, two and a half years ago, I was given a diagnosis of um, cancer. And one of the things that absolutely spoke to me from the very beginning, no one said it to me, but I felt like it was the Lord speaking to me was that this does not belong to you. Don't claim it. And so I talked to one of my prayer minister um, mentors at Christian Healing Ministries, and, um, and we were on the phone and she said the exact same words to me. And she said, for example, don't say my cancer or my, you know, don't don't call it yours because it's not yours. Yeah, it's coming from the enemy. It doesn't belong to you. And uh, so don't, you know, don't take ownership of it. And I think what happens to us a lot of times is, um, and it doesn't just have to be, you know, something like cancer. Um, it could be anything. Diabetes. Diabetes, any, any kind of murmur. long-term illness where you know, people will say, well, you know, my, my whatever, my diabetes, or uh, I have a friend who was a missionary in Africa, and she's been dealing with a very rare form of tuberculosis that was in her, in her tissues, in, in her body, it wasn't in her lungs. And, um, you know, it was important not for her to refer to that as my tuberculosis, even though she has been under treatment now for over a year. But it definitely changed her life um, because of treatment she had to undergo. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what happens when we start to view that as um, we, t we take it on as a part of us. And it's almost like we get up every morning and we put on that article of clothing, whatever it is, and and uh, we wear it. And pretty soon it takes over, you know, our expressions. It can take over our postures. Mm -hmm. Of course, our activity levels and things that we do. And a lot of times we, um, you know, we we leave our normal activities sometimes they're very difficult to continue them but we leave our normal activities to the side and say well i can't do that right now because i have this mm -hmm. whatever it may be so i think it's important for us to remember that sickness is not ours mm -hmm. and and, and uh, that may sound a little radical and you know to not claim it but it it's certainly something that really worked for me to keep me uh, focused and motivated and not to dwell on the circumstances. Mm -hmm. I heard someone say recently, um, it was a gentleman who had knee replacement surgery, and he was saying, I don't dwell on the pain. Uh, he said, I, you know, dwell on okay, I need to be doing my heel slides. I need to be doing this activity or that activity or cycling or whatever he needs to be doing to um, rehabilitate mm -hmm. his surgery. But, you know, he said, if you focus on the pain and you focus on the circumstances, it just brings you down. Mm -hmm. And so it's, a, it's something that's separate from you. It's almost you were acknowledging maybe it's like a garment that you put on and and because it changes us and weighs us down, it, it's got to be a, a backpack with rocks in it, really. Exactly. <laughs> For many exactly. people, whatever that mm -hmm. ailment is. And I've been thinking recently with just allergy season and, and people have been having coughs and they're not speaking as clearly as, as they want. And that has changed their countenance quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And just that, that simple just stealing away a little bit of their voice, which, you know, can recover and it will recover. But even that becomes a bag of rocks for some people. Perfect description, yes. So so we want to be able to find a way to not wear it all the time, but be able to take it off and realize it's, it's separate from us. Mm -hmm. And we still have to deal with it. We're still going to work on lightening the load. Correct. Right? As, as much as the Lord will allow us to as we pray through it, as medicine and medical doctors help us with what's needed, mm -hmm. but um, for us not to always be burdened by wearing it. And we don't ignore the reality of it. Mm -hmm. um, we acknowledge it. We receive medical help or counseling of some kind. We do the things that we need to do to get better, but we don't let it become a part of who we are mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how, it, how we, we allow it to influence our daily living so it's not our backpack but it's it's just a backpack it's the backpack. <laughs> a backpack that's good mm -hmm. so as prayer ministers what would we say to people um to help them like if they were to come to us how might we embrace them in that moment and i guess i, I just need to encourage that people you know it's the backpack take it off your back <laughs> it's still you still have to deal with it. You're going to have to pick it up and carry it with you yes. to a certain extent. Yes. yes. But then take it with you to prayer ministers and ask them, in addition to the doctors that you might go to, but really strongly consider a prayer team that can pray for you. Exactly. So what would they experience? Let's say they came to you 
Phil and Vicki as a prayer team and you had an hour-long appointment with them and they sit down and they say, I have been having this knee pain that will not leave me and it's affected the way that I walk, affects the way that I sleep. I can't do all the, the chores that I'm used to doing. I can't go places with my loved ones like I want to do. How would you minister to them? I would... Um... <clears throat> I would begin by um, asking that person how they view this situation insofar as inside. Because the aspect, like you were talking about, and the only thing I can, um, I had a dalliance with cancer, okay? But I looked at it as a challenge, and I didn't, I never looked at it as my cancer. I just said, I'm. I tried to analyze it. I got the best doctors I could, and unfortunately, they were here, <laughs> mm -hmm. and um, and I went through it. But it's the, each experience is different for different for everybody. Okay, yes. I can relate. Um, when I had when my back started having an issue that took me two years to get over. Not now, I'm not over it. I have I have learned to manage it and work it into, but I don't own it. I, I what I look at it is uh, I've learned the limitations of it. It's not in, in a way. I can say it's it's uh, <clears throat> I've compromised, but within my own boundaries. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I try to push the limits that I can. In spite of that, but I do know from. I remember distinctly after about five or six months of this between going to doctors and some other things that it, it almost seemed like it would never, I got worn out mentally. Mm -hmm. And 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 I'm sorry, but drifting off of me or from, from what I would tell somebody, I would be concerned about how they feel about it. They're stating something that's going on, but what are you thinking of? Mm -hmm. And, um, Actually, I would, I would try to pray with them for more wisdom and understanding of what their challenge is. And obviously, the Holy Spirit to come to them and heal that part of their body. But at the same time, understanding that it's a, it's a combination of things between the medical profession, the spiritual side, and your own effort that you're going to put into this because it's it's really up to you in many cases now if you've got stage four pancreatic cancer and everything that that's a little bit different level but if we're talking about a out of a disease you live with say like diabetes a chronic heart condition or something you have to and just from what I've read, and and Francis McNutt was was good in so and what he what he wrote about this healing. We have to um, approach it strictly through the Holy Spirit, but also in the fact that all these things have to continually work together. It's not just going to be one prayer session. That's number one, and we can call it soaking prayer or whatever. But I think it's it's going to you need to put yourself in a constant state of 
spiritual activity. Mm-hmm. Um, now, praying for someone, it, say if you get, it just depends if you're sitting down for an hour, that's, that's, that's the best situation. But I would pray for discernment, wisdom, and understanding, and also the strength to withstand the challenge. Um, because psychologically, and I've seen this in friends, it will wear you down. Mm-hmm. And then, then what happens is it's like a boxer. You wear, The point is sometimes you get the big blow, but uh, the whole strategy in boxing is you wear the person down to where they, their defenses are down, and then you take them out. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens with a lot of that. Mm-hmm. You give up. Mm-hmm. And and not to say every, but um, just say that uh, mentally is the biggest challenge. I think now a lot of people depends on again your pain threshold. It depends on your mental activity and how you view it. And then you could get pretty deep into the woe is me and feeling sorry and and that but you have to fight through that and ask for the holy spirit to give them the strength to to march through it i don't know if that's in that's that's the most i think of the word stamina when well stamina and endurance perseverance Mm -hmm. um you get into that you run i do i i've switched to bike riding more lately okay well well same thing actually stay up with activity i did uh distance running a marathon and uh, many marathons in South Florida. And that was one of the things that was the biggest crippler. You might get hurt. Or the other thing is psychological. When you see people passing you mm-hmm. or you're moving ahead and all of a sudden you're seeing people get injured, mm-hmm. you cannot fall prey to even worrying about what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. you got to stay focused on the goal or you just don't make it. Mm-hmm. And, that, and Francis does say that there are <clears throat> types of healings that definitely require uh, multiple times of prayer and mm-hmm. continued times of prayer and even soaking prayer for periods of time. And um, so I know we've had a conversation about soaking prayer before, but why don't we just say a little bit more about that? I was in uh, Francis McNutt's book, Healing earlier today and there was a quote there about soaking prayer so that we're thinking about being in the presence of God's love correct and that gives us some of that stamina and perseverance because we've been encouraged to receive just soak in God's love allow that to help be in your all of your thinking all of your spiritual uh, identity and ways that you get strength from the Lord. Right. And it's important to keep our faith um, built up in reading and listening to podcasts and or listening to teachings because as as we travel this, pardon me, this path to healing, um, and it can get discouraging. You have to really, really work Part of it is working at keeping your faith built up and that you know that the Lord is going to heal you and continue that. Um, And sometimes the illness in itself, listening particularly to the Holy Spirit, as you were saying, listening to that in a prayer appointment, we can 
find the source of the illness that isn't necessary physiological. It could be an emotional or traumatic event that has allowed this healing. And if you don't mind, I have an example that I could share. I have a good friend, and this has been taught and shared all over, so I'm not speaking out of turn here in any way. But um, she was, uh, at a a fairly young age, she was attacked with a very rare form of arthritis. And she was in a wheelchair. And she was a young mother. She had two children. And um, part of the situation was one of her knees was so arthritic that it was the size of a grapefruit Mm. and she started coming to christian healing ministries and she was there receiving prayer and every week she'd get a little bit better a little bit better some other part of her body would be better and um she could see improvement and so that was encouraging for her that kept her coming back and coming back and um they were really praying into emotional situations inner healing Forgiveness is a big thing. Um, And uh, one day um, at Christian Healing Ministries, they have two prayer prayer ministers who meet with people. And then you go through an internship there. And if you're in an internship, you might sit in on a prayer appointment. But your job is to intercede. You don't usually speak or participate. And so that this particular day, they were praying for my friend. And... um, they would pray and they could see maybe the swelling was going down a little bit. And they finished, they decided to take a break. And so this this intern asked one of the prayer ministers if it was okay if she shared something that she felt like the Holy Spirit was speaking to her. And um, so the prayer minister said, well, certainly go right ahead. And so uh, the intern spoke to my friend and she said, um, have you she said i see you as a little girl sitting in the back seat of a car and do you have any memory of that and immediately my friend remembered that um, her father was with the state department and they were living in beirut and she and her sister were kidnapped oh my goodness and um so yes she was sitting She's like six, seven years old. She's sitting in the back seat of the car with these people. Mm. And um, that, that was, at, with Americans, it happened kind of frequently. There would be kidnappings and everything. She, of course, was returned unharmed to her family. And um, she was okay, and so was her sister. And then um, one of the prayer ministers said, well, have you ever forgiven these people who kidnapped you and she said well I've never thought about it it never occurred to me so they asked her to pray a prayer of forgiveness um, to these kidnappers and she did and as she did all the swelling went down in the knee Mm. and she was able to stand up out the wheelchair and walk Mm. now that those are not everyday occurrences we don't see that happen um very often but my point in sharing that story is the root of the illness could be something deeper than we're even thinking about or even our prayer recipient might think about Mm -hmm. Um, but forgiveness is is definitely a factor Mm -hmm. 
And um, that also brings to mind where two or three are gathered in his name. The, the beautiful things that God can do in those situations absolutely. that you have no expectation of at all. And the reason why we pray in teams mm-hmm. also, because, you know, here are two prayer ministers, seasoned, experienced prayer ministers praying and a person. I mean, there, there's no there's no qualification for being able to pray for someone the person who was the intercessor was there mainly just to observe the way that they pray and um you know their they the the gift the answer the gift was given to them to share Mm -hmm. so it's very important to um work together as a team Mm -hmm. and to be open to one another and what one person feels or receives from the holy spirit um they have a piece to the puzzle that could be the, the key that's mm-hmm. going to unlock those doors. What I would love for our listeners to, to get is the idea that uh, we have so many people that will ask us to pray for so-and-so for this situation. So we're getting a team of people to pray, and that's meaningful. But there are experiences that we can have that prayer is an experience. Mm-hmm. That it's not just that I've asked somebody to pray for me, but that you're going to sit with somebody and let them pray and, and just be open to how God can work in that situation. And the openness is, is where God can work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just being able to relax and say, yes, Lord, you know, I'm placing my myself in your hands and I know that you love me and I know that your word promises you'll heal me and just wait to receive mm-hmm. and the prayer ministers will bring love that that's their role that's our line <laughs> they listen and they bring love yes and more they're love. present to you more love. <laughs> so we encourage more people and uh and us included that we'll just continue to be open to coming to one another for prayer and allowing God to work in that. So maybe it's it's some kind of joint pain. Maybe it's a chronic condition that you know that you're feeling worn out. Let us exactly. pray for you. Exactly. We pray with you. All right. Well, God bless you. Thank you for this conversation. And I want to pray Thank for you. those that listen. Lord God, we do ask for you to do a mighty work in helping us all to be open to how you work in our lives and for the movement of your spirit upon us and the healing power that Jesus exemplified as in his ministry that he wants to flow through us because of the working of your spirit to others to receive. And we pray for just the openness of heart and mind and soul and, and body to be able to receive a gift from you. And we pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.